Listener Production. We're the smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bro, did you hear Taylor Swift kicked off an earthquake? I did not hear that, no. Yeah, so the, the fans at her Seattle game got, uh, at her, not Seattle game, at her, um, <laughs> at her Seattle show got so into it that the local seismometer detected activity equivalent to a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. What were they moshing to? Is there a Taylor Swift song you can mosh to? I think they just got. I think they just got really excited at one particular point. Um, mm. I don't know exactly what it was, but people have said the last time this happened was in 2011. Did you ever hear, hear about the Beast Quake? 2011 Beast Quake? No, <laughs> that sounds like a Sharknado esque movie. Okay, so that this is when uh, Marshawn Beast Mode Lynch oh. scored a touchdown in an NFC Wild Card game against the New Orleans Saints, and people went absolutely ballistic. And that set off a little bit of seismometer <laughs> action as well. So, um, oh man, that's that's a big show. Well, you if you were around the uh, the Darling Harbour in Sydney last night, you would have felt a little bit of action because producer Bron was getting all the scoops from the red carpet, which we're very excited. Bron, how are you feeling after a big Logies? Tired today from carrying this team. My shoulders feel <laughs> so heavy. <laughs> Well, that's uh, it. We're about to see how it all went. <laughs> Join us. It's Matt Alex all day breakfast. Good morning. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Bronwyn. <clears throat> oh, okay. Whoops. That was. <clears throat> that, that was a got that post Logies. <laughs> that was a <laughs> very post Logies <laughs> sound, wasn't it? <laughs> That's it. Last night in Sydney, Australian television's Night of Nights taking place at the star, the who's who of our silver screen, walking the red carpet. And uh, we've got two people who went along, Matt O'Kine and the person who's been trying to get there for 27 years, Broadwood Doizak, our producer. Hello, Bron. Hello. <laughs> now... I mean, you were dressed to the nines, looking amazing yesterday on the uh, on the red carpet, Bronwyn Doizak. Who are you wearing? <laughs> what, what am I wearing? Um, just a, just a dress I, I picked up. I was getting some weird looks as I was walking through um, a shopping centre in Sydney. Just people <laughs> like you are in the wrong place. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what do you have to drop off for uh, for some pre logies supplies, Bron? Had to get a bit of lunch in. Oh, good. Yeah, a little bit of sushi. Just for the Logies having lunch in a food court. (laughs) That is... That is probably one of the, I gotta the tell most you, sought, that's like, not a far, That's not a far departure from the majority of the Australian film and television industry, I have to say. <laughs> that sums it up pretty nicely. It's all glitz and glamour on the telly, and really you're just snacking on some sushi from the food court. Reminds me of when I was going to the Arias, but I was feeling really crook beforehand. So I went to the doctors. Like I was thinking, oh, I might have tonsillitis or something, but I've got to go. So I went to the doctors and I was dressed as, because we used to dress up, I was dressed as the rapper 360. So I had fake, <laughs> fake tattoos all over myself, walked into the doctor's office, just said, ah, to this guy. He goes, oh, I think I can see what's wrong. You're fully sick, bro. Yeah. 
That is it. But I hope, I'm very excited to see how it all went, Bron. You took your little recorder along, which was very nice. I think we're going to get a, uh, a full and update. Look, full discredit, full, full discredit. disclosure. <laughs> Sorry, full disclosure already. I will admit I could have been a slightly more present partner in this, okay? <gasps> well, Matthew. You were talking a big game. It's like, oh, I just need to do a quick walk along the red carpet and then I'll be out there hanging with you, Bron. Oh, and then, you know, it's a bit of a sliding doors moment. You, you look in one, in one direction, you got the who's who of Australian television and the other. This girl I saw at the food court earlier <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> the who's that of Australian <laughs> television. Oh, no, I tried to sneak out. The problem is when you're in the building, when you're in the room, there's lots of cameras there and then you you can't leave empty chairs and stuff. So you can only really leave for what would be like a reasonable length break. Mm. But they do have professional chair sitters. Mm. So I tried to get Bron one of those gigs, but the, all the... all Because the, <laughs> I'm such a great <laughs> Unbelievable. I've gone but... from getting her on the red carpet as our reporter to work, like working on the red carpet to then... <laughs> Working as a chair filler. I was trying, man. I wanted her to get well, in there and feel the experience. Did Bron make it into the Logies? Let's have a listen to how it all went down. Okay, so the night hasn't started yet. I'm trying to collect my media pass and I've already fallen down in front of a crowd of people and am now bleeding. So that's how we're starting the night. I'm keen to see how it ends. <laughs> I'm on the red carpet. I recovered from the fall. Don't worry. Got some band-aids. I am <laughs> waiting and no one's come down the red carpet yet. So they're just like getting all the media kind of ready to rock and roll. The worst might have happened. I think I didn't record this whole thing. It said recording and I can see the things go up and down and it, the light was on, but it's like not letting me stop. I feel like it's not there. Oh my God. Oh no. The moment I don't know if I have no audio or if I have a little bit or if I've got nothing. Let me try and do a quick recap of what's going on. I fell over, got some renovation advice from Trainer Blaze. Matt O'Kine came down and hung out with me for a bit, that was good. Spoke to Aisha Scott from Below Deck Down Under, spoke to Sean McCullough, Reese Nicholson, um, Miff and Joel. I got some such, oh my god, I'm so annoyed if, if this has not. I'm going to cry. This is so upsetting. Okay, moment of truth. I am at home. I've put the SD card that was meant to be recording everything in the computer. Let's see if anything's... Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Five seconds of silence has been (laughs) recorded out of... Like, I was recording for, like, at least an hour... If not more, oh my god, this is so annoying. You know what, this Logies has been cursed. You know, from the beginning it was cursed. (laughs) I didn't get in to the actual event. I fell over at the start. That should have been a warning. That was probably a warning to be like, stay alert, stay on edge, be alert and alarmed. (laughs) Oh my god, this is so upsetting. Just, but to be, okay, to fully wrap it up, it was a fun night. I had a lot of, like, just trust me, there were some fun interviews. Oh, okay. Sorry, everybody. You know what? There's always next year. Oh, my God, Farah, I'm very sorry.
a little getaway recently, Alex Dyson, to um, Northern Rivers to visit the uh, parentals in-laws. The in-laws. It's good to get some face time with the in-laws. Yeah, it was a nice little trip away, um, staying in a little bit of uh, a con that had a sort of, you know, restauranty pub thing just next door. All right, so you don't say stay with the with the in-laws. You um you go you go to their town. It was a bit of a combined, you know, holiday. They came to stay with us kind of thing as well. So they, theirs was a bit of a staycation in their town. Yeah, basically. Right. Because I was gonna say so it was just a bit of a visit. Anyways, look, the pub next door. We we um we went to dinner on the first night, and uh, we ordered what I thought would be enough. Um, but, but no, no, cause at the first, the bread came out, it was a big bread, wood fired. Free bread? Jeez, it was good. No, no, no. Oh, oh, mate. What bloody world are you living in? Free bread. Every now and again, you sit down somewhere and they plonk a little basket down in front of you. And I immediately go for the five star rating because nothing rises my yeast like a little bit of a free basket of bread. Well, that's okay. One, if you're in if you're in the back alleys of Pisa, then yeah, sure, (laughs) free bread is just a standard. Mm. But here on the shores of Australia, mate, nothing comes for free even when they claim it. Okay, so any of these places that are giving out free bread, I bet you I bet you're paying. Right, bloody, they build it in double digits to the entrees, aren't you? Mm. Oh, here's just some snacks the chef sent out. Yeah, righto. Charging forty dollars for some calamari. Anyways, <laughs> I we got it. We got a bread, very nice bread, twenty one dollars. Um, but it was very good bread. Twenty one dollars for bread. Okay, listen. That's the opposite of free. <laughs> it was a wood fired, a very puffy bread. It was really nice. Some house made. Right, they're dip. not even using electricity. They're just burning some wood. Twenty one bucks. Okay. How anyways, much is kindling these days? Then we then. Um, our next dish came out because we, we had three dishes and our next dish, came one of out. which was a $21 bread. <laughs> and we, and after the second dish, we were a bit like, we, was, we had a salad. It was a broccoli and radicchio salad. I'm a big fan of radicchio, by the way. What is it? And, uh, it's a leaf, purple leaf, very bitter, very good. Oh, puts iceberg to shame, mate. I don't want a bitter perf- purple leaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's really yum. I mean, by, its t- by itself, garbage, but when you <laughs> put it with other things like dressings and feta, a bit of, a bit of lamb. Lime. Oh, yes. Lemon anyway, so we had that, and then me and Belle, because the $21 bread was so big, we were like, <laughs> God, we don't need a pizza, but we, we ordered a pizza. and bitter leaves, and you're like, I'm full. <laughs> That's me done. <laughs> yes, it was all delicious. Look, anyway, the point is- <laughs> because. Munching on a leaf that doesn't taste that good and having some bread cooked on a fire. That sounds like you're in buddy waltzing Matilda, mate. That's, that's, that's buddy. Well, my billy had boiled and I, centuries and, I was, ago. and I was full, okay? This old jumbuck needed to go home. And so it was I tucker full, bagged out. But, but we, but we had, we had ordered a pizza and it hadn't come yet. And we were like, oh no, there's a whole pizza that neither of us want anymore. It's too much. I just. It's too much. I want to get on board this story, but you've eaten bread and leaves and you're full. It was a big bread and lots of leaves and broccolini. It was a broccolini and and radicchio salad, mate. less believable than the alien news recently. (laughs) (laughs) Finding it harder to believe that. Anyways, we were quite full. Yeah. And also, Sophia had had a little chicken and chippies kind of kids meal. So when we'd picked at that as well. 
shop. So we were full, but we knew a pizza was coming out. We're like, oh my God, we don't feel like a pizza. And every single time a pizza came up to the serving tray, they'd be like, service is up. And then a waiter would come by, pick it up. And we'd think, oh, here's the pizza. We're just going to yep. end up only having one piece max. And then they'd walk past us. And this kept happening. And we kept getting feeling fuller and fuller as the bread and leaves settled into our um, <laughs> billabongs. <laughs> and then eventually they dawned on us. We were like, I think they forgot. Yeah. I think that they have forgotten to bring out our pizza. I love these situations. Well, that's it. Because we were like, we didn't want the pizza. Mm. We don't want the pizza. We get to go back and say, I think you forgot the pizza. Yep. Now, how did you play it? Because you could come back and go, I forgot the pizza, but that's okay. We're full now. Or you could go up and go, excuse me, you've forgotten our pizza and we are so fed up. <laughs> no. In a different way that we're going to be leaving and we expect a full refund. So don't have to pay $21 no, no, for no, no, bread. Here. Let's just think. Well, the pizza was $27. And so we, we just said, hey, look, we think there's been a mix up. I suspect you've forgotten our pizza. The, guy, the guys straight away were like, oh, yeah, absolutely we have. We're so sorry. We'll make yours next. Yep. And then I was like, oh, I don't really want it. Yep. In my head, I was like, I don't really want it. So I don't really know what to do. So I just said, no, look, look, it's fine. And then... Fully threw Sophia under the bus. <laughs> just, just pointed to her and went, oh, we got a four-year-old. She's so tired. We just, no, we just really need to go home now. Yeah, let's take it off the receipt, like, please. Oh, I'm so sorry. But we're like, but look, we, you know, it's just next door to where we're staying. We, we will be back here on Saturday. Absolutely. If we can have the pizza then, mm. we're happy. And they were like, okay, no worries. We'll give you a gift card. We were like, thank you very much. That's awesome. Just a little, you know, a credit, a credit for the pizza. So had you already paid for the pizza? Yeah. Oh, right. So we'd right, already right. So paid. paid for it. Yeah. So it was like, can we, it was either, can we get a refund now? Or look, we didn't want to make trouble. We're just like, can we just get a credit? We'll get the pizza when we come back in on Saturday. The lady's like, no worries. She, um, she goes back, writes up a gift card. Meanwhile, me and Bella sitting there going, yes, they forgot it. Thank God that they yep. forgot us. How good's this? We get to go home. We're full and we get our money back for the pizza we didn't want. But I can eat the pizza when we're, uh, not when so... we're really hungry again. Cause yeah. it's great. Great so stuffed. Then the lady comes over and goes, look, I've made you have a gift card um, and I've made it for $50 just to apologize for how, for missing your pizza and stuff. And we were mm. like, oh, that's so fine. <laughs> that is a-okay. So we got to get a $50 gift card. Amazing. And when we went back on Saturday, we got the pizza that we wanted and another wood-fired bread. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, we come full circle. You got a bucket of bread for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. Much. And there's nothing better. Well, yeah, we did throw out the question: When has a loss turned into a win? And thank you very much for getting in touch, on Matt Dot and Dot Alex. Yeah, James got in touch. Said missed out on a winery tour because I had COVID. I finally got to watch North Melbourne win a game. <laughs> That's almost like two losses becoming a win. Yeah. The COVID and your team sucking so bad that to win one game is exciting. Brendan, I cut my finger off. I got a free flight over the Grampians while on morphine. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually you got to pay through the nose for it. All it took was just the end of a little finger being gone. Imagine that. He would have sat around. He would honestly would have looked out the window and gone, this is quite beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very well done, Brendan. Another Brendan, uh, Brendan Daly got in touch. I broke my leg at uni. I flew home on break and got a free upgrade to first class and a priority boarding. 
Oh, Brendan. Look at all these. I've never flown first class before. <laughs> Look at these injuries and flights. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Brendans, if your name is Brendan, just be very careful because we've got multiple <laughs> Brendans here having incidents, then ending up on nice plane rides. Um, we're talking about another plane ride. Kate said, I missed my flight to Sydney, booked the next weekend and ended up meeting my now husband. <gasps> oh, Sliding there doors. you go, Kate. Oh, man, what an absolute turnaround that is. Well, there you go. Uh, people ending up with something a little bit better than a bit of wood-fired bread. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, everyone's a winner in this case. And now it's time for a very special Daiso edition of... Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Yes, with you two rapscallions uh, rolling up and down the red carpet, I thought I'd better um, pull my weight and host a little episode of Australia's favourite awful journalistic segment, Clickfish. Bron, this would be the moment where we ask Alex what he got up to on the weekend. Oh, yeah. What'd you get up to, Alex, just besides ditching me? Um, besides ditching you. You better my, have something good. Come my, on. What did you do? Well, my dad was in town, so right. hung out with okay, him. That's actually good. All right. Um, so a bit of family time. And nice. I submitted my chapter outline for the new book. So got it done. All and they were right. happy with it. How's about the guilt? Just laying it down. All right. Oh my God. Fine. I'll you were doing it. work and being a good son. All right. We get it. But I also checked out some of the worst articles of the week. So you don't have to and give the people the clicks that they yearn for so much. Uh, number one from news.com. Why we should all listen to Princess Kate when it comes to breakfast. Mm, I've, I'm I'm split on breakfast. Yeah, I didn't eat much breakfast over the weekend. Just a bit of coffee. I, I mean, sometimes I have it. We had a good, we had a nice fresh sourdough loaf, so I had a cut of that. So Ooh, you have bread yeah. for breakfast and dinner. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sometimes a bread three times a day person. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I'm not proud of it. What did you? What? What? What's your sort of go? I've been having smoothies recently. They've been good. Gotten on the smoothie wagon. The 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 freeze the frozen fruit. That's not too bad. I think with smoothies for me is like, I remember, well, not so much smoothies, but I remember after Splendor one time, they had a juicer there in like the, the working section. I loved a juice every day. Got my own juicer. The fact that I had to clean it just meant I just never used it. <laughs> the juice was not worth the squeeze. No, it's not worth, unless you're juicing all day, every day. If you're doing one juice, if you come back the next day, that that pulp is gross. Yeah. So you've got to clean every day and I'd pay someone $6 to clean the juicer alone, you know? Yeah, exactly right. So you might as well just go to a shop and get one. What What is Kate doing Ron, for breakfast? what do you reckon? Why do we listen to Kate Middleton at breakfast time? I don't know. She seems wise. I would listen to Kate, but... <laughs> um, okay, well, what's Kate doing? I bet she has something wholesome. I bet she has a, a small piece of rye toast with one piece of fruit and, like, a black coffee. Reports that Kate routinely downs a bowl of oats along with a green juice every day without fail. So it's not even confirmed. <laughs> yeah, who is even reporting this, by the way? Like, who, who's, like, going, oh, do you know Kate has a bowl of oats and smoothie every day? And someone's like, this yeah. has to go in the news. And then it goes with, why are oats a superfood? I think this is just paid, bought and paid for by the oats industry. You can this, report it anything. It sounds like big oat, doesn't it? This is big oat. 
definitely get involved in this. <laughs> They're talking about the optimal blood glucose oats. They are cost effective. Which variety of oats are best? What about adding sugar? Oh, no. Nah, Do you need a green juice? Pongs. Yeah. Wait, are they even questioning the, the use of the green juice? I think. Let's not forget about the key component, green juice. And while the oats are nutritionally strong in breakfast, so too is a decent serve of greens before 8 a.m. Oh, big green and big oat. You may even start to glow a little bit more, a bit like Miss Middleton herself. This article signs off. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So there you go. Well, thank juice. you for clicking that. Uh, you want the second one? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. This one is from uh, front page of the Daily Mail Australia. <clears throat> the article headline is... I might sound pervy, writes Yana Hocking, but these are the bizarre everyday things that make men irresistible, and all women will agree. Oh, okay, Bron, I'm looking for, looking at you. What do you reckon it is? What's something all women can agree on? Being a good listener is that, is that going to be something? Like actually listening, yeah. working at listener. Yeah. <laughs> is it physical or, or um, uh, like personality The, one, the main one they're talking about is something visual. Maybe, oh. maybe height people height. like. People do like height. Mm. Is it hair? It's not hair. You know what? I am very happy with what it is because old Alex Dyson will do this four to five times a week. Please tell me it's wearing jeans and sneakers. No, even worse. <laughs> wearing grey tracksuit pants. Oh. Wait, why? Does she explain why that's pervy? Says, my crush at the moment sent me a pic of himself at his kids' soccer practice. He's the coach, which is his own very attractive trait, but there was one particular part of the picture that left me very hot and bothered. He was wearing grey tracksuit pants. Now, if you haven't heard of this slightly pervy phenomenon, do yourself a favour. Take a peek at TikTok right now because it's getting all the women horny. It's called grey sweatpants season. There you go. Have you heard about this? Grey great sweatpants season? I have heard about it. Oh, what? What, what? what is it from your perspective, Bron? I think it's just like people just look sexy in grey sweatpants and maybe, you know. I feel like there might be an outline. You know, they can, they mm. can cling. Mm, perhaps. Well, the article goes to say, basically, it's because they best outline a man's package. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, let me finish. Yes. He's, he's schlong. <laughs> he's schlong. <laughs> As in, he is schlong. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's a typo. His manhood. <laughs> his anaconda. You get the picture. Yeah, I got it after schlong. No, I don't know why you have to keep going. Uh, but they say maybe it's like a push-up bra for men. And just like men appreciate fine cleavage, we women don't mind sending in out, seeing an outline of what a man is packing under his shorts. Oh, man, this stinks. Not at kids' soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I've, only, I've, only, I've only got black tracksuit pants. This sucks. There's no shadowing at all. Uh, can you guess the other ones? Oh, I don't know. All right. Uh, hairy yet neat eyebrows It was on the list. Oh, okay. Um, mm. Talking on a work phone call or a Zoom chat. What? There's something super sexy about listening to your man conducting business, especially if he's calling the shots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm lost. Guys in tailored suits. I mean, that's probably the opposite of the grey tracksuit pants. That mm. is nice. And reading a book on the train is another good oh, one. Oh, that's been an old one. Remember our old newsreader, Amelia Marshall? She was following that guys reading books on trains. Oh, yeah. You know, New York City guys reading books on trains account. Ten years ago. 
That's well it. ahead of the curve. That's it. Um, so there you go. There's there's a little Alex Dyson clickfish for you, everybody. Well, thank you very much, Alex. Thank you very much, Bron, for being such a superstar on the red carpet at the 2023 Logies Awards. Hopefully you'll be back next year where I've got everything crossed to uh, actually get you a ticket. Do you proud? All right. Here we are. We're back tomorrow. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. See you Tuesday. Bye-bye. Keep in touch. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.